1: You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Rency, and I'm on the grid. So is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. So will Donnie Wrightside. So will Lou from Gamble. We've got a solid uh, cast of characters on the program uh, today. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, Donnie Wrightside, and uh, Lou. Uh, I got to tell you, there's not a millennial in the bunch uh, here this is like a uh, combined age, 322. <laughs> combined weight, combined weight, 2,300 pounds,
2: combined oh, yeah. age, 188. What's up, 2,600 camp? pounds. What's happening, Marenzi? Hope uh, your mouse doing a little bit better. Yeah, it's just uh, you said it, buddy. Yeah, no millennials on the show, just uh, like a fine wine. We get better with age with Gamble and Donnie Wright's side. And my favorite thing about the whole day was when you send over, like, uh, topics, when you put Rocket Mortgage, Classic in like exclamation points. Yeah. I started out like I go, this is the part of this thing from a classic. It's well, is I a like horrible they, field. i to call everybody
1: has got to be a classic, Cap. I'm it's thinking, not Rock a classic. Morgan's classic. It's the second it, one. It it's is only the, the worst? second tournament. <laughs> It's also like got the worst field like, of like, won last the year, year? like yeah. Nate Lashley or something like yeah, uh, Nate Lashley, two hundred to one. Did Nick Lachey, Did Nick Lachey <laughs> win last time, Cam? Like uh, <laughs> yeah, mortgage the Rocket Mortgage classic.
2: classic. Classic, just call it the Rocket Mortgage <laughs> Golf Tournament, man. Rocket I agree, mortgage <laughs> classic. <laughs> yeah, come Welcome on, man. to the Rocket Mortgage Golf Tournament. Hey, and I was <laughs> right, Gabe. Give us another winner on uh, game time decisions. Uh, Varner and uh, Watson killed those turkeys in that nice uh, exhibition Three up, yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's hard to find. Like, they they circled. It. It's kind of like a wrestling thing. They won't let you bet hard on it. Like $50 yeah, 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 I know the drill. You liked it, and you yeah. got screwed. You couldn't hammer it yeah. like you wanted to. Right? Yeah, I know yeah. the
1: drill. You yeah. got it. You got it, brother. <laughs> we'll just cut to the chase. But, yeah, we won't get into it. But you got no. screwed. That's the worst, yeah. too. People are oh, why, why didn't you take it? Well,
2: because I couldn't, all right? But shut yeah, up! Yeah, like what do you want me to do? Make it up myself? Call a neighbor? Hey, I got an idea. Let's bet fifty dollars on this charity golf match. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Rocket Mortgage Classic.
1: Yeah, yeah, Rock Rocket Mortgage. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to so, talking about I just the love Rocky the way you do it. You're like,
2: I, I, I imagine you saying it in the email. Classic. Yeah, nice classic. <laughs> classic. Like it's the second what? It's
1: also it's, yeah. Like they all do. They all yeah. do this now, though. They do this yeah. all the time. The kickoff classic, the football Sick. classics, everything's a classic. It's yeah. like, no, it's no, not it's a classic. pile of crap. Yeah. It's not a classic. It's a pile of crap. All right. Let's just call it out for I'm what it is. <laughs> um, so, speaking of calling out for what it is, um, I didn't hear this. I didn't hear this Rob Manford uh, interview, but uh, oh, yeah. people are sending me clips and stuff. So, basically, this idiot basically admitted yeah, yeah, we were never going to play more than 60 games the whole time. So as we stated it. the whole freaking time that they were not negotiating in good faith, they were wasting the players' time, and and he throws the players out of the bus again. He goes, "Yeah, it's too bad the players have deprived everybody of a really fun expanded <laughs> playoff." This
2: guy's unbelievable.
1: Like, do, do you guys ever shut up? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He is it's the like worst Mafford. commissioner. Like, if I was five, a player, five. if I was mm-hmm. a player, like it's past, like not even like hate and stuff. It's like no, 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 no. Like if Rob Manfred was in a stadium, bro. Like, it's to the point where I would try to hit him with a foul ball. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I'd be like, Manfred's sitting in the, in the 13th row over there. I'm going to do my best, man, to hammer a line try. <laughs> Angle it right you to know. his melon. Dude, I'm with you. I got a feud with a baseball coach when I was a kid. Ooh. And I didn't get along with the guy. And I lined mm-hmm. a steamer down the first baseline. And I smoked him in the ear, And he started yeah. bleeding and stuff. And he collapsed. And oh, I'm God. like a 12-year-old kid. They act like I did it on purpose. No, They're like, oh. you couldn't. Have... They're like, you went too far. You went too far, Gabe. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not good of a hitter. Like, I can hit a line drive. Exactly.
2: Like that.
1: <laughs> Game Time Decisions Radio <laughs> begins. I am Gabriel Mrenson. We're thrown it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart. So we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Donnie Rightside's going to step up in it and uh, join us. And I don't want to sound like uh, Dr. Fauci on steroids here, but we're all screwed. And uh, yeah. the people's stupidity... It's beyond like reproach at this at this point in time. Well, at least the National Hockey League has realized it's not a good idea to go into Las Vegas uh right now. And word on the street is they've locked it, uh, they've locked it in. It's gonna be Edmonton and it's gonna be Toronto. So we'll break uh we'll break <laughs> what it's said it's called,
2: Edmonton. Said Edmonton Great. Yeah, we, we call it. Toronto we, we too. it why do you let – Hey, here's a tip about COVID nineteen. Yeah, we should exactly what, what we were telling baseball all our ideas if it's you like,
1: and oh i were running the nhl dude right now we'd be in the middle of the second round i'd be exactly. in the middle of the second round right now i would have had best of three or five series <laughs> it, it, like, oh, yeah, we can't even get started on a- any of this stuff so all right nfl <laughs> there's yeah. so much of this that it's just it's overwhelming me uh so the nfl <laughs> they so can't they can't remember last week when they canceled the Hall of Fame game. I said, "Yeah, yeah. yes." And everyone's like, "Oh no, it's not a big deal. It's just the Hall of Fame game. It's just the first game." Mm. I said, "Yeah, mm. okay." So they canceled this. So what happens next week when they realize, "Well, we're gonna have to cancel this now," and here we are, Cam. So now, all right, we're gonna play the first preseason game, Cam. Then we're gonna take two weeks off. We're gonna play the fourth preseason game. But then somehow magically, the following week, everything's gonna be fine for seventeen consecutive weeks. And they're going to fly around from stadium to stadium, and they're going to have hundreds of players and coaches and trainers and cameramen, and nobody's going to get coronavirus. There's not going to be any catastrophes. Um, you know, this is a bigger disaster. Like, Cam, yeah, it's amazing. Like, it's getting worse, bro. Like, the coronavirus Honey. isn't getting
2: better. It's getting Look worse. at Dallas and FC. Are like, look. Yeah. Gabe, look at Dallas <laughs> FC. They're starting that tournament in Orlando. Six guys on the team, man. Six. Yeah. The
1: Brooklyn Nets are signing Yang and his buddies in Spanish Harlem yes. to go to Orlando yes. right now. Yes. They don't have five guys to put on the court. They Like, don't. seriously. They got, like, Chris Chioza. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, Garrett Temple is going to be one of their starters, Cap, Garrett Temple. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, Bradley Beal not sure if he wants to play. Game six uh, exactly. decisions continue Game time decisions continues. I am Game Over Ransom. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead camp. store, and there could be a lot of rage on the program uh, today. A lot of stuff uh, to get to, actually. Mm-hmm. As I uh, the sports, this, yeah, the sports world is uh, is losing their mind uh, right now. And as we just stated when we went into the break, uh, there. So what's the deal
2: now? Uh, Bradley Beal is unsure. And, Bradley like, Beals. Yeah, he's unsure. Uh, Lou Williams. Lou Williams is 50-50, but Doc Rivers says he's going to play. That's no guarantee. you got to still talk to the guy. Like, I love these stories they put out. Oh, yeah, it's okay. He's going to play. Well, have you talked to him about it? (laughs) Maybe he doesn't want to play.
1: So the National Football League is going to cut the uh, preseason in half. Yet at the same point in time, they want to have fans at the games. Exactly. Like you see, like yeah. the, the contradictions here, of which, I like, know. yeah, well, we know we won't be able to play four weeks in a row. But let's have fans here. Uh, it, it's insane. It, it's insane. It's like a bunch of zombies from The Walking Dead are in charge of everything right now. Let's bring in uh, Donnie Wrightside. A lot of stuff to get to uh, here with Donnie. Uh, Donnie. Donnie. Rob Manfred, I guess, just did an interview in which uh, he said, "Yeah, yeah, we were never going to play more than sixty games the whole time." which is uh, nice to him uh, to admit that they were negotiating in bad faith all the whole time. Then he throws the players out of the bus again. Says, oh, it's too bad they deprived us of uh, of an expanded playoffs. It would have been a lot of fun. What do you mean the playoffs that they don't get paid for? <laughs> that the owners get to keep all the money uh, of and you offered them a little like $25 million playoff pot? Like Rob Manford, bro, this guy really is a piece of work. And not only like, mm-hmm. like, listen guys, we can call out like Roger Goodell types, Roger Goodell loves football. He grew up going to Buffalo Bills games. Like he loves the sport of football. He's doing what he thinks is best. I don't think Rob Manford even likes baseball. He called the World Series trophy a piece Series of tin metal. Like yeah, you ten. know, ten. you know, it's just it's just a business. Like he might as well be running a Dairy Queen. He has nothing but disdain for the fans, Donnie. You <laughs> like that, Kim?
2: Yeah, I love Dairy
1: Queen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if he can he run, run he a Dairy Queen. I don't, no, I don't know. I don't even want to. He a wouldn't dairy buy queen the like proper this. amount of ice cream no. for blizzards. He, he, don't he, run, even, he, he shouldn't it. be running a Jack in the Box, Donnie. Like Rob Manford's a freaking clown, bro. And listen, I love the sport of baseball. It's in my blood. I love it. Jack I love it. I love world. it. But the only way we can get back at these people, I'm not buying a Major League Baseball hat, jersey, anything. Anything can't. I'm not giving this league any money ever again. A Simple as that. I'm going to watch all their games on illegal streams, too. I said it. What's up, Donnie?
0: Now, <laughs> Excellent. What, what's good, guys? Coming in. By the way, I heard the opening here. It's very nice that you guys invited me to a millennial-free Wednesday here on Game Time Decision. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I'm certainly like happy with yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. when right. you take a look at Rob Manfred, you're right. Negotiating in bad faith is exactly what they did. As soon as they stated, Gabe, if the more games we play, the less money we will make or actually lose as being owners. Mm-hmm. You knew they weren't going to want to play anything more than 60 games. They would have loved to have played 48. Oh, yeah. And I love the, like, the humanitarianness mm-hmm. of all these guys. Adam Silver,
1: oh, it's much more than dollars and cents why we're coming back. <laughs> yes, uh, it's like, on. yeah, yeah, settle down, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> all
3: right? right, right.
1: <laughs> and, and then Silver, Silver drops the same thing that the baseball guy said. Well, you know, it's really not even very profitable. It's like, all right, bro, then why don't you give me, Donnie, and Cam the money then? Since it's not very much. And since it's just some loose change, Why don't you give us the money you're going to make from the playoffs, Donnie, since it's not very much anyways, right?
0: No, you're right, because when you take a look at the totality of everything, Gabe, from what you were talking about, if you look at the TV money coming in, it's one thing to say, like, hey, you know, it's really not about the money. But when the TV contracts come in and say, hey, by the way, you didn't want to play down in Orlando. We want a rebate of five hundred million dollars for the playoffs that we missed out on. It's always about the money in the NBA. And that's the real. Yeah, it's about the money. Yeah.
1: It's, it's always like, about the money. Yeah. And I don't think Cam there's nothing wrong with admitting them about money. Like they should almost exactly. just come back and say, listen, we've got TV deals that we've got to we've you know, we've got a we've got a yeah. lot of contractual obligations. So we're gonna try to pull this off. You know, I hate exactly, when they bust yeah. out this crap cam about patriotism. Oh, if they're yes. patriots and yeah. like all oh, this, all yeah. oh, this you Risk your crap. life for?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Pat Tillman's a patriot. We don't have to go down that. We don't have to go down that road. And I'll tell you this: you see the story, Gabe. So nine hundred million would be the cost if uh, we didn't, if the NBA didn't uh, adhere to their TV contracts. Guess how much it's going to cost the bubble just for them to go to the yeah, bubble 150 and do all that stuff? One hundred fifty million dollars. Exactly. All Not right, about so, the money, so- right, bro?
1: Come so on. that's a seven hundred and fifty million dollar difference. So there's not about yeah. the money, no, not Seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, it's not that profitable. Gosh. Only seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Just come out and say it's about the money. Just say we have contractual obligations, that's, and yes, uh, we you know, we, we, we've got we've got to meet them. Yet, you know, basketball being played in a bubble is one thing. I do have confidence that the NBA is going to be I able do to too. do this. Baseball is is a completely mm. other story, though, guys. I just I don't. You know the contradictions, the contradictions uh, everywhere with uh, with this. No fans, fans spiking. It's like people people are just delusional. But let's let's start at the top uh, here because we haven't got Donnie's take. And I'm going to tell you guys now that there's been a couple of days that it's settled that it's settling in. I'm buying even more into Cam Newton with the New England Patriots uh, here. You got a former MVP. A national champion, a JUCO national champion, a, a a national champion, an SEC champion, an NFL MVP, and people are acting like they, prove. you know, he's, yeah, you're acting. People act like this guy is some guy that they just picked up at the bus station. Oh yeah, you know, Mike, whatever. He's got a chip on his shoulder, like you said, Kev. and you know they're gonna pound the ball. Go and uh, and McDowell's gonna put him in a position to succeed. I'm liking this. The demise of the Patriots, I think, is a little premature. And I think Cam Newton's going to be effective with them. What's your take, Donnie?
0: I, you know what? I'm right on par with you here because I'm not a particular proponent to Cam Newton over the past couple years and what he he's done in Carolina. Obviously, 2015 MVP. He's a great, great talent, but banged up, you don't know what you're going to get. But when you try to take a look at it, Gabe, from all sides and all parties, it's a win all the way around. You get a veteran mm-hmm. quarterback to come into a position where maybe you're not so settled with Jared Siddham. We all thought in the offseason the Patriots weren't settled in. So now you get a guy to come from behind. And again, the best part about this is Cam Newton is going to be hungry to come in. He's going to learn a new system. He's going to be with the best quarterback, one of the better quarterback coaches around, and Josh McDaniels, is an offensive coordinator. The single best coach overall, Bill Belichick. He's not going to be paid that much. So if it doesn't work from the Patriots' end, they don't lose out that much. But let's think about the productivity during the season here, Gabe and Cam. When you take a look, even if he's not the starting quarterback. If he's healthy, imagine the packages that you can put in for Cam Newton inside the 20, or maybe a 31 or a fourth and one. This is an amazing opportunity a for Cam Newton to build. He's only 31. So he could play probably another six to seven years, at least in the NFL. If he's healthy, this is a springboard for a bigger contract for him. It's a great move for new England to come in and say, let's get a look. See who knows cam or a uh, gay. Maybe he can come in and be really good and be the starter for new England for the next seven or eight years. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's love. a lot. of I was thinking peanuts. about this Cam. I was thinking about this Cam too.
1: If you took Cam Newton, it's confusing with Cam Newton and Cam Stewart here. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, we, you take Cam, you take Cam Newton. You put him on the Jacksonville Jaguars. You put him on Nothing. the Chicago Bears. He's Nothing. gonna struggle, bro. And he's gonna be like, "Yeah, man, mm-hmm. his arm. He's not healthy. This. it's mm-hmm. different." Cam, you put him with the New England Patriots, handing the ball off to Sonny Michelle. Dumping it off to James White, slants, boom, Edelman, deep to Harry, mixing it up. I bet you McDaniels is even excited about mixing up these packages a little bit uh, right now. And Stidham is an athletic guy as well, so you know they're going to recreate the offense as a whole. But it's going to be a run-heavy offense. But that's why, Cam, I'm buying into this more with Cam Newton now. And I already like it, but I'm buying into it more now. Because of the system and the people that are going to be around him. All right? You take Cam Newton, yep. you put him on the Jaguars, yeah, he's going to struggle. Right? You put him on mm-hmm. the Bears, he's going to struggle. You put him on the New England Patriots, I think you could win 10 games with
2: him. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more, guys. And another thing is, look at the stories that came out today. One AFC coach really likes Stidham. He's probably going to get the starting job over New. This is a thing. You're just fueling this guy's blah. fire. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, exactly. I don't know what Gabe. we've been down the road before because we're not millennials. We read between the lines. We've seen this story. This guy's just you're just getting you're poking the bear. He's going to get angrier. And I'll tell you another thing. Exactly what you and Donnie said. The packages, a run first system first. It's win, win, win. They're not going to put him in a situation to lose. But I will say this, Murrenzi. Now the Bills numbers become better. And if you still believe in Buffalo Bill, you get them at plus 160.
1: Damn right. I still do. Cam Newton's not enough to dislodge uh, my opinion that the Buffalo Bills are going to win this division. And it makes it better because we get better odds. We get better odds right now, Donnie, with, with the Buffalo Bills. Plus 160 to win a division now. Well, got yeah, 10 I'm big, I'm big on, on Buffalo
0: this year, Gabe. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I think it's their time to try to take ahead and move forward in the AFC East. But right, I think Cam Newton here, again, getting back to it, it's a wonderful move for the New England Patriots. We'll hit this it's on a- the other side. You call these bagels, bagels, and bad beats. You want to think NASCAR is filled with a bunch of dopes? Yes, that's better than being
2: thought that there's actually racists out there putting up nooses all over the place. The Sports Grid Network. Sports grade. Get on the grade. Hey guys, Sam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the edge, get on the grid. It's official, the NFL shortening the preseason from four to two games. They're going to scrap weeks one and four. The league also informed teams no supplemental draft. College football five-star defensive end Dallas Turner announcing he's committed to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Turner gives the Tide two five-star recruits, North Carolina and Mack Brown, the other school only, to have multiple five-star athletes. Kansas City Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones may opt out this season. He was the franchise tag in March and has failed to ink a long-term extension. Tag players have until July 15th if they want a multi-year deal. Denver Nuggets head coach Mike Malone says hey, Nikola Jokic will travel with the team to Orlando on July 7th. Jokic recently contracted COVID-19 but feeling better. Bradley Beal still undecided if he'll participate on the NBA restart in Orlando but the Wizards star says he will not be swayed one way or the other. Beal's absence would make it tough for the Wizards. Uh, they're going to lose Latvian sharpshooter Davis Bertans already. The 27-year-old Beal averaging 30.5 points a game and a career-high 6.1 assists. Star guard of the Sixers Ben Simmons will be in the lineup once the end NBA restarts in late July. After suffering a lower back nerve injury in February, the team says he is good to go and looking great. Simmons averaging close to 17 points, 8.2 assists, and 7.8 boards per game. L.A. Clippers coach Doc Rivers says he'll be quote-unquote very surprised if Lou Williams does not suit up once the NBA returns. Lou averaging just under 19 points a game and 5.7 assists for the Clippers. Resumption of the NBA bubble will not come cheap. Operations at Walt Disney World in Orlando set to cost the league $150 million. The league would have lost approximately $900 million in revenue from TV contracts, so hey, $750,000, not too bad. Iona head coach Rick Pitino calling the NCAA to push back the start of the 2020 20 season because of the pandemic. The Hall of Famer also proposed limiting the regular season schedule to just conference play. Toronto and Edmonton will serve as the NHL's two hub cities, barring any last-minute complications. Las Vegas was supposed to be the favourite and front frontrunner. They gone. NHL players will also return to the Olympics if the league's modified CBA is finalised, pending agreement with the IOC participation would include the 2022 Olympics and 2026 Winter Games. Six players from Dallas FC testing positive for COVID-19. Two players testing positive on their arrival to the Walt Disney Resort in Orlando on June 27 ahead of the MLS tournament. That gets started July 8 so not good news there for soccer fans. Bubba Watson and Harold Varner beat Jason Day and Wesley Bryan three up in today's charity match in Detroit. Thursday's Rocket Mortgage Classic tees off. Bryson DeChambeau the favorite at 6-1 to one on FanDuel in boxing. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. They're considering dates for a trilogy fight, December 19th, and in English soccer, we have crazy upsets. West Ham took out Chelsea 3-2, Arsenal over Norwich City, Newcastle beat Bournemouth, and Everton upset Man City. Now back to game on our guest, Johnny. Donnie right side. Game Time
1: Decisions uh, continues. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam Stewart, Thanks. Uh, for the update, hearing um, uh, Fury and Wilder. I'm surprised that's going to happen again, because I remember Joe Tessitore said after the, the fight, he said, even though Deontay Wilder has a clause, um, you know, in a contract for a rematch, I don't think he'll want to do it after the beating he took tonight. And I remember saying at the time it was the stupidest thing I've ever said on television in the history of television, considering that Wilder is going to make another like thirty-five million dollars, right? Yeah, you know, right. he's not going to take the rematch. Not right, right Joe. Uh, yeah, thanks, Joe Tessitore. All right, a lot of stuff to get to here. With, uh, with Donnie right side. Rick Pitino. Um, <laughs> Rick Pitino. Big man on campus yes. could have a heart attack, uh, Donnie. Uh, Rick Pitino says postpone the college basketball season. I saw you on Twitter. You're like, I don't care. I don't start betting till January
0: anyways. (laughs) That's exactly right. I I call it the silly season where they play on aircraft carriers down in Cancun ballrooms and some islands that we've never heard of. I like it when it actually gets to January. So I was throwing a dig at BMOC because I know he's going to have a heart attack if it doesn't tip off at like November the 7th.
1: Big man on campus wants everyone to get out there and play, right? Like, big man. Like, I know, yeah. It's it's uh, that's most, his moral. Like, play the damn game. <laughs> oh, the not a big deal. It's like big he's man. He's getting like sweaty at night. I see, those,
2: I see those videos, Gabe. He's cascading sweat watching the oh, yeah, ponies yeah, yeah. late at night. Yeah, he's <laughs> losing it. I know. He's going nuts. You know,
1: though, as crazy as it is, Rick Pitino is actually right. He goes, for the safety yeah. of my players, I think it's for the best that we wait till January. Exactly. There, he said maybe the will be no a vaccine. Uh, by then, interesting that he throws it out there. Yukon um, back in the Big East. Now let's do Syracuse, too. Agreed. Uh, it's the start, right? Will UConn back in the Big East, Donnie?
0: Now, I would. Love, I mean, it's awesome because we all grew up in that same time range where when you're talking about the Big East and basketball, not only were the mm-hmm. players absolute superstars, so were the coaches. And it was just amazing that you took that football paycheck to get out. Like, what did it do for UConn to go on their football venture? What did it do for Syracuse to go on their football venture? The Big East intact the way it should be was outrageous TV. And they would have a pretty big contract, I would imagine. But growing up, some of the best highlights I have from my childhood was turning on ESPN on some of those big games where Roly Massimino and Jury were going up against Georgetown, Villanova, Georgetown. They were a lot of fun. And to get back to it, I love UConn getting back in the Big East.
1: Yeah, the Big East tournament, uh, Cam, I had the opportunity to go. Uh, super super awesome. cool, the Big East tournament at Madison Square Garden. But it'd be, it was super cooler in the old days when UConn and Syracuse and these guys in Georgetown uh, would play like six overtimes. And, man, it meant yep. something. Like that that tournament meant uh, meant something. And as you stated, they sold out for football football uh, purposes, um. All right. Uh, so I was gonna. I, you know, it's crazy. It's it's frustrating every time. You know, they move the goalposts like every ten minutes in this era, guys. So I'm all like, all right, look, Brooklyn doesn't have, don't have anybody. And me and Cam talked about this yesterday, Donnie. The Washington Wizards two days ago were seventeen to one to make the playoffs. All right, plus seventeen hundred. Boom, Brooklyn Nets, man. Everybody's got coronavirus. Everybody, they're gutless. They're tapping out. Nobody wants to go on the Brooklyn Nets. Suddenly, the Wizards are plus seven hundred. All right, we're like, man, we missed that big number. Um, now though, Bradley Beal's unsure. It's like, well, dude, when man. are you going to be like? When are you going to figure this out? Because, like, I, I, you know, it's it's beyond frustrating at this point in time, and it just makes it difficult to bet futures, guys, and to pull the trigger on these bets because these jackasses change their mind every day. I'm playing. I'm not playing. I'm in. I'm out. Starting to piss me off, Donnie and Cam. Cam, I'll throw it to you first. Starting to get to me here. It's like, all right, let's bet the Wizards. Well, we can't bet the Wizards if Bradley Beal's not playing.
2: That's the thing, Marenzi. you got to be very, very careful. Even like, even in these golf tournaments, you got to think, uh, who's not playing? Brooks Koepka goes out the week before. you got to, you know, when you like these guys, it's very, very difficult, and I'm with you. I think it's scary stuff, and I'm worried about baseball. We've only had four guys come out, Ian Desmond, the last guy, and, you know, Matt Kemp's not really going to move the needle for the Colorado Rockies, but we can ask Donnie, too. We've seen it, too. These futures are out. I'm thinking about betting them, but last minute, who knows? Cancer survivors, guys like Carrasco, they say they're playing, but things can change when they have that meeting with their family, Donnie, and say, you know what? Your health is not worth the risk of playing in the 60-game season. You're absolutely right,
0: because when you take a look at the NBA going down, I did a video today specifically looking at the Brooklyn Nets and saying, you know, when you see the guys that are saying they're not going to play, they're the seventh seed. They probably have a very limited shot, as is, to win anything at all. And let's talk about from the NBA standpoint, they've already banked about 90 percent of their paycheck, and most of these guys are worth a few hundred million. Look at DeAndre Jordan just himself, contacts COVID-19. It doesn't even matter if he gets healthy or not. He's banked $140 million in his career already just in contracts, not outside like doing shoe deals or doing commercials. Now he's saying, all right, if I sit out, I already made $9 million this year. I'll miss out on about a million. But then again, over the next three years, I still have $30 million coming to me. Why am I going to Orlando for 60 days to be away from everything? And I'll lose out on $1 million? I have millions in the bank. It's not that big a deal. I'll wait till next year when Kyrie and KD come back. He's so heartless, though. It's not funny. You
1: know you're that guy, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just being real. Like, I, I, I'm just being real. And think of the irony of this, guys. I brought this up on the late show last night. Think of the irony of this, okay? Kyrie Irving doesn't want to play. Kyrie Mm -hmm. Irving tried to get the players to boycott. Kyrie Irving says, let's start our own league. Kyrie Irving says, if I was healthy, I wouldn't play. Yet, he never officially isn't like boycotting, so he's going to get paid. Think about that. He's gonna get paid because he's hurt. And and same with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant says, Yeah, if I was healthy, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't play. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Yet he's still gonna get paid anyways. Now DeAndre Jordan's gonna get paid for not caring. The only guy that cares there is Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's a baller, guys. Dinwiddie got coronavirus and he goes, No, no, I might play still. He goes, I'll see how I feel. He goes, if I can play, you know, I'll I'll, I'll probably play. But, you know, I'll see how I feel after this, you know, a couple of weeks of having coronavirus. But I called it, guys, and anyone that watches this show knows the Brooklyn Nets, I said it a million times, they had a great thing going last year with DeAndre, with D'Angelo Russell and Karis LeVert coming back, and Joe Harris. They had a great team chemistry. They had a great coach in Atkinson. They did a great job. They battled with the Sixers in the playoffs. They got beat up on the boards a bit. But that's that was all they needed was a power forward. And instead... They get rid of everybody. Now Atkinson's gone. D'Angelo Russell's gone. Uh, Dinwiddie's going to be gone. And now you've got Kyrie Irving that, yeah, like Kyrie Irving bleeds Brooklyn Net basketball, right? Yeah, as if. (laughs) Guy wants to start his own league. Kevin Durant could give two craps. Like, Kevin Durant's just a weirdo now. DeAndre Jordan's one of the biggest gutless guys in NBA history. Like, I can go down the list. Like, this team's just a joke. Uh, They're just a joke now, but I want to ask you, Donnie, Ben Simmons says he's 100% Mm. um, and Joel Embiid supposedly has been working out uh, often during this uh, pandemic. Is it enough to beat the Celtics in the series?
0: I, I don't think it is because also we're trying to take a look at as well. The Sixers play really well at home in front of that home atmosphere, which now it's going to be neutral court everywhere. That's going to give the Sixers a problem. But I think the actual break came at a good time for the Sixers because if you remember Ben Simmons, again, you're alluding to him being healthy was out with maybe a back or back fracture, which has set him back maybe four to five weeks and maybe he wouldn't have been right for the start of the playoffs as they were. I think one of the teams that really caught a break, the Sixers are coming to come back into Orlando, a completely healthy team. Now we'll see how that plays out, but I think it's a nice little factor. The only thing that's missing right Right now, Gabe is uh, Ben Simmons working out. And somebody leaking a montage of him, him hitting three pointers, and we get all excited in Philadelphia. Then he doesn't shoot them again. <laughs> all it takes is one guy hit yeah. one in a pickup game once, and the Seattle people, oh, look, he can
1: shoot now. He yeah. can shoot now. <laughs> that's that's all it took. Uh, that's that's all it took uh, right there. So as I'm saying, listen, it just it keeps popping up here. Now here's the Penn State athletic director playing college football season in the spring is now a last resort. We're now less than two months away, and listen, NHL, I think they're going to try, and I think they're probably going to pull it off. NBA, I think they'll be able to pull this off in this bubble. Pull it off. Mm-hmm. Baseball, I think they're going to start, and it's going to be a circus. I think it's going to be a circus. Teams will be like, oh, the Texas Rangers can't play, series is canceled, and it's just going to be, I don't know, it's just going to be a mess. To me, Donnie, college sports is the biggest challenge, and specifically college football. And, man, like I said, we're now officially inside two months from the start of the season. Look, man, uh, Notre Dame and uh, and Navy are supposed to be kicking off, yeah, less than two months from now. I don't see how they're going to pull this off, guys. I really don't.
2: No. No. They're not going to pull it off. And I'll tell you another thing, guys, uh, you know, college players, what are you going to do? These guys, you're going to risk your life. You don't even get paid. This is a crazy situation here. And we got kids on campus. Clemson's running around. How many guys gave 43 guys with COVID-19? You could say, yeah, you know, we're going to get it now. It's going to be better later. But you know what's happening around. Open If they open up the campuses, guys are going to be having sex. They're going to be going out, meeting women, going to the park. All these things are going to happen. Kids will be kids, right? So this whole situation, I think it's very, very unrealistic. And I'd look to start things in the new year, after the new year for the sport, because I don't think they could pull it off. I think it's going to be very difficult. Football has so many challenges, and they think they're going to pull this stuff off. I don't know, man. It's wishful thinking, in my opinion. Well, they
1: got to hope. They better hope that, like, every kid gets it now, Donnie, like you were talking about in the past, right? I mean, the teams that get the coronavirus out of the way, but they'll still need opponents. That's my deal. Like, I don't think, Mm -hmm. like, every team is, no, no one's playing, but there's, it's like, things could fall apart. You know, is there going to be a college football playoff? Good question. And will there be bowl games? Good question, right? Do you only play conference games? Uh, are you still going to play a playoff? Even though, like, you know, what at what point? At what point is it a competitive imbalance that matters? Will some conferences wait? So I, you know, I think from a, a betting standpoint, guys, we'll have we'll have games to bet on, but I, it won't be a traditional season. I don't think. He'll be like, hey, look, man, there's a game on TV. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, that conference got shut down, though. No, there's another game on, right? We'll sort of be jumping around type of thing. I think that's what's going to happen, Donnie.
0: I think college sports are in trouble, Gabe. I I think you're going down the right track here. Professional sports has a lot of money, you know, and a lot less people to deal with. Even when we take a look at football, 55-man roster, they can afford to test them each and every day. You're talking Mm -hmm. about some of these schools. And again, when we talk about Division I football, it's not just Alabama who has a ton of money or Auburn. You know, they're going to be able to test. But Middle Tennessee State is not going to be able to test. So maybe we move forward with just maybe two or three conferences that says, you know what, we're like the pros. We're going to forge forward just like the actual pros in the NFL would do. But we're talking about those out teams and some teams that are losing three four five million dollars
3: a year saying we already lose money now you're asking sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
1: Thanks to Donnie Wrightside for kicking it with us on Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Rett, so we're throwing with down with the Raging Redhead. Camp. Stewart Lou from Gambleu will join us a little bit later on. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates tuning in uh, right now. Let's uh, we're going to get into some golf. Wednesday is always golf uh, day, uh, but yep. we'll get into the you know we'll dig into the golf picks a little bit uh, later on. But we've been talking a lot as of late, as uh, as has a lot of people about uh, Bryson DeChambeau. And how well he's been playing. We've been cashing those uh, top 10 props. Seven of the last eight tournaments that he has entered, he has um, finished in a top 10. And all four since the return. Now, he is the big favorite uh, this week at the uh, the old Classic, uh, Ken. The Classic uh, in... Uh... <laughs> i like yeah. every time the, ro- the rocket mortgage the, classic yeah i'm trying to sound like the rocket mortgage classic mortgage like
2: classic like the ohio yeah, yeah, state like, university yeah yeah
1: exactly <laughs> they're, they're pouring it on a little thick here <laughs> the rocket mortgage classic but here's, uh, bryson dechambeau on on his game and whether he can keep this going
2: yeah, Gabe, I'll tell you something. Uh, it's crazy. You see DeChambeau on FanDuel. So he's six to one to win the tournament. You got to lay 150 for the top 10. Things are changing, buddy. You're not even getting any type of plus money. And if you're feeling like your portfolio where you want a safe, safe investment, <coughs> minus 400 for the top 20. So I'm going to tell you something, buddy. Uh, Nate Lashley won this tournament before anywhere between 150 to 200 to one. I have my first guy around the mid-30s, like 40s mark. I'm not taking any chalk in this tournament. I looked at Hovland. I need more for him, maybe more of a top-20 bet. But we'll talk about it on your late-night show too, Gabe. We'll come on at midnight, maybe give you some late-night stuff. And there's guys between 100 and 150 to 1 that I really like for top-10s and top-20s, and they can blow up the tote board big time.
1: All right, so here's Bryson DeChambeau talking about uh, his strong play as of late. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. has been pretty good uh, the past three weeks. Obviously, Colonial and RBC, I felt like my driving was really good. Last week wasn't as good as I thought. I slowed down my speed trying to find some stuff and, you know, wasn't really able to all week. And unfortunately, a shot on 13 that cost me the tournament and, uh, you know, some putts early in the week that didn't go in. But... Besides that, I felt like I've played really good these past three weeks, and you know, again, like I said last week, I'm just trying to be uh, the house uh, when it comes to you know the casino and everything like that. Trying to be now, whether that can be done fully for longevity, I don't know. But uh, just going to keep hitting as far as I can and wedging it on the green and making some putts. Oh, that's supposed to be He's trying to be the, the house, house. like a casino. Wow. Well, I don't like I'm
2: that. Like hey, why you want to take me and games money? You're the house. Hey, settle down, oh, brick house. House always wins. <laughs> yes.
1: I exactly. So here's, uh, here's DeChambeau. <laughs> here's DeChambeau, though. He's not he's not playing for top tens. He got He's looking for uh, he's looking for a major win. And, you know, he's talking about his game right now. He's looking at the big picture.
4: I played some incredible golf and even though I'm disappointed again, I, I think over the long run, I, I'm looking at this as a. Long-term investment, you know, this this driving stuff, albeit it's all great, he's hitting it far, you know, and pretty straight, it's awesome. For me, it's more of a long-term investment. I want this to work really, really well for majors, um, especially majors, Eastlake, WGCs. I really want to perform at those events. These are great preparation tournaments. I love them. I want to win them. Every tournament I come to, I want to win. But, you know, again, the most important things for me are, are those uh, majors. I like it. I like it. He's
1: got uh these think you thinking of the uh the big picture here at so everyone has noted his appearance and his strengths. Yeah. And um you know a lot of people don't want to share share the um the uh, the secret ingredients like Colonel Sanders. You know what I mean? <laughs> or you know what I mean like or like Mark Lawrence said <laughs> I'll never yes. tell. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> George town <laughs> with, with, yeah, with, with the hair dye. Uh, I'll never That's tell right. if I'm, if it's natural or not. Uh, but Bryson DeChambeau, he's not hiding uh, his diet here. And everyone's going to get hungry right now. You know, I, you know what? I I'm, I am wouldn't mind uh, crushing some bacon and eggs uh, right now. But he's crushing bacon and eggs and protein shakes all day. Let's
4: hear what his diet is. Mm. In the mornings, I usually have four four eggs, five pieces of bacon, some toast, yes. and two protein shakes, two Orgain uh, protein shakes. And then throughout the course of the day, I'll have you know a go macro bar here and there. I'll have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, I'll have another protein drink. I'll have at least two protein drinks on the golf course. <laughs> so every you know, six holes, so you go you know, six, 12, and then after the round, I'll have one. After that, I'm snacking when I'm practicing. After, go back to the hotel, eat a dinner, steak, potatoes, then I'll have two protein shakes with it there as well. So, you know, I'm consuming around, I'd say six to seven of those orgain protein shakes a day now where I used to be, you know, two or three. Um, So as I've upped the weight, upped everything, I just had to consume a lot more. Luckily, I like the taste of those those shakes, so I, I I can take those pretty easily. What would
2: be your caloric intake?
4: Shoot, I have no idea. Probably, if you were to add all it up, it'd be around three thousand to thirty-five hundred. I think something like that.
2: I think it's That's more than end. that. No, oh, way yeah, more. 3500s for bacon, six, eggs, six, and toast. buddy. I, I was yeah. thinking closer to eight to ten. If so you're gonna crushing, crush seven protein shakes. Yes, come seven on. Seven protein shakes a day. Yes, Se- seven protein
1: so about- shakes a day. Bacon mm-hmm, and eggs mm-hmm. and steak for dinner every night and with uh, potatoes. He's gonna have a coronary eventually. So he's getting big.
2: Well, he's he's walking it off though. The thing is, he's not riding a cart, right? If I did that every day and just sat and did the show with you, yeah, like you're nice to know you, Gabe. I got a few years left in me, but Deschambault's crushing. I, he probably gets about four thousand calories from shakes alone. Uh, and the thing is, I told you this before, Marinci. That body type, it's working with the swing. Everyone, like I watch Golf Channel. It it drives me nuts every day. Oh this body last over time is you gonna get tired he swings it differently he can carry the weight and he's working towards the major and i'll tell you something buddy that bet at the masters that stuff if he can hit fairways there he will be going in with short irons and it'll be a big advantage to him trust me if you can get that driver straight watch out world because bryson dechambeau will win a major
1: the masters uh it's easy to uh it's easy to forget actually well, whatever. Forget- mm-hmm. The Masters is just a dumb tournament. Well, not when we have, yeah, you know, we got the Rocket and Mortgage Classic. Uh, here's a real tournament. The Masters. Um, <laughs> it's easy to forget, it's easy to forget though. Classic. Classic. It's easy to forget though. We are actually gonna have two uh-huh. Masters this year. There's gonna be not yes. one, but two. There's one in November Amazing. and then the traditional one in April, actually. There's gonna be two Masters.
2: Oh, so buddy, you I know, can't uh, wait! Yeah, oh, it's
1: party time. De right now. He's uh, sixteen to one at Van for the Masters,
2: the first yeah. Masters. I like the him one in at Sixteen. I want a little bit more, but sixteen to one, he'll be there. I, 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 I'd be very careful with this guy this week, though, Gabe. What do you do at six to one? Are you going to take him? I don't know. I think there's other guys that I that I am going to take. The, the world knows he should win this tournament if he hits the ball straight. He should probably win, but he had a lot of problems with his oh, driver at, last week.
1: All right, so listen, he's he's top 10 every week, right? We know this. Mm-hmm. Top five this week, plus 150. It's be top what got to do with it, yeah. Not a lot yeah. of room for it. Listen, top 10, minus 135, I can sure. lay that, Cam. That's not a problem. I'll lay the minus 135 for the top 10 here.
2: How about this one? To lead after the first round, 19 to 1. Actually, as I told you before, I'm going to give you some guys on the late night show. Between eighty and one hundred and forty, I've been doing some research, following what, some guys, a the lot of out? underdogs. Yeah, don't take Deschambeau at nineteen. I got some better, bigger bullets in the gun, buddy. Eighty plus. Tune into Morenci's Show at midnight if you want some real big, big bombs.
1: So Deschambeau is so yeah. Top five is plus one hundred and fifty. It'd be nice to get that number for top ten, but whatever, man. A guy's like six to one to win a damn tournament, so you're not exactly. going to get that number now, but. He should be top ten. I mean, he's been incredibly consistent. It's a shorter
2: field uh, here Weaker as well. Weaker field Ken. too.
1: I don't yeah, have a problem he's... with it. It's not that's not a bad price minus one thirty five.
2: It's all right. Actually, it is. for top ten. He sh- he could win this tournament. He's, he said it's six to one, and I like the the fact that you can get some other guys there. It's a good number. I wouldn't lay the four hundred at top twenty. I think that's just ridiculous because you'll probably be there or. If, he has, if he's loose with his driver, it'll be a, more of a struggle. But, Gabe, think about it. Other than him, Patrick Reed and Hovland, and Webb Simpson, there's not a lot of studs in this golf tournament. A lot of guys are waiting for Jack's tournament, the Memorial. So yeah. there's really, like, only a couple guys in the world top ten in this thing. It's anybody's tournament.
1: So Bryson uh, DeChambeau from, uh, from California – Yet uh, yep. played his golf. He's a Mustang, SMU Mustang. Yes, he's
2: smooth, yep. You got it right, buddy. Yep, he's SMU material. He's a big Texas boy uh, when he was down there. And uh, I'm telling you, I know a lot of guys He's an golf NCAA, NCAA like champion. Like, this guy's a winner. Yes, he, like, uh,
1: he won the NCAA championship before.
2: Dave, I watched every
1: stroke. The individual yep, championship. Exactly.
2: He was a medalist. Yes, he was. And I'll tell you another thing. When I watch golf, certain guys, it's like you talked about with DeAndre Jordan. I watch golf. Bryson DeChambeau is not. He's closer to Michael Jordan. You get my drift? I'm not going to say he is Michael Jordan, but he has the desire, the will, to want to win every week. He was disgusted with himself when he hit that ball in the water. It did cost him the tournament. He was right there. He could have been there with DJ. He made a couple big mistakes off the tee, and it cost him the tournament last week. Trust me, this guy wants to beat you down and win. He has a killer instinct, and he will win a lot of golf tournaments.
1: I find interesting about this, not a lot of players have this, is um, all of his clubs are the same length.
2: Correct. Yeah, it's it's his
1: physics. He's a scientist. Exactly the same length, Mm -hmm. 37.5 inches. Exactly. He really believes in the physics of golf, doesn't he?
2: When you watch him, Gabe, watch some tournament this week, watch him putt how crazy it looks, because his putter, my putter's half the size of my other clubs. His is the same length. It's just he believes in the science. It's working for him. And hey, results don't lie, buddy. He's there every week.
1: Yeah, protein shakes and science for for Bryson. Yes,
2: that's a rock and uh, classic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you
1: know what? It's interesting though. Um, the larger grips allow Deschambault to hold the grips in his palms and not his fingers. Mm. Interesting. Exactly. This guy's this guy's swinging golf clubs like a baseball bat, essentially. <laughs> Damn right, huge grips, huge. Yeah, Gosh. yeah. And he's 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 crushing the ball, but not not a lot of value uh, right now. Plus 600. Um, now, we're looking um, at the at the Masters, and real, real cool in November, the fact that there's going to be two Masters tournaments. So, you're going to get the, the Masters in November, and then, boom, a couple of months later, once again, there's going to be another one uh, coming up. Brooks Kepka, 12 to 1. John Rahm is 11 to 1 right now. Rory, only 6 to 1, Cam. Rory's mm, only no. 6 to 1. Uh, to no, win uh, to win that Masters. So we're now one week away, actually, from the start of the MLS uh, tournament, Cam. So that's going to be pretty cool. Starting next uh, Wednesday, we'll have some sports uh, to bet on. There's going to be a game on in the morning and then two games on at night because it's too hot to play yep. during the day uh, in Orlando. So early morning on the East, really early, like 6.30 on the West Coast, 9.30, like 9.30, 10.30 starts in the morning type of deal. And then there's going to be two night games, so three games a day, though for 16 consecutive days, that'll be uh, that'll be super cool. And of course, it's not official yet, but it seems to be official that uh, Edmonton and Toronto will be the National Hockey League uh, hub uh, cities. It's t- taken them long enough. To, uh, to make the decision. Listen, camps are supposed to open July 10th. So exactly. I, I don't know when they're tentatively supposed to get this thing uh, started. But I thought both the NBA and the NHL just sort of waited a little bit too long. Uh, but we, you know, Lou's going to join us. We'll get into a little NHL with Lou. But uh, we'll also get into the UFC Fight Island. As uh, they've gone they've gone overseas right now, the UFC. They were in Florida. They were in Las Vegas at the Apex. They're out of fighters now in America. Like they basically, they're rolling people in off the street. They're signing twenty-year-olds and stuff like that. Like, they need to go to the rest of the world now, so they're going to Fight Island. And uh, we've got three championship cards, uh, three three championship uh, fights on this uh, on this card. So, real real cool stuff. We're going to break it down with Lougambleu.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel are throwing it down with a Raging Red Hat camp store. Level two of the program coming up. We see a story uh, here. The National Football League might ask fans. No, they're not might. Replace might with will. Ask fans to sign a coronavirus <laughs> liability waiver to attend games uh, this season. So I like this, Cam. So even if they have fans in the stadium, they're still going to have the first six to eight rows covered with tarps. Tarp. Yep. For advertisement, but you know why? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want the fans breathing on the players on the sideline. Exactly. Yes, but they don't mind the fans breathing on each other in the stands. On each other. <laughs> ding, 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 ding! You hit. Yeah, yes, you know, i just saying, You win. No, they, they're not even hiding. <laughs> they're not even hiding because no. I'm like, oh, so you don't have fans? So you're gonna put a tarp up? No, 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 no. No. They're gonna have fans, but they're mm-hmm. gonna put tarps up on the bottom. And the reasoning is this way, fans will not be close to players, so players Correct. can't, be, fans can't be yelling and like you know, drool and like you know, whatever, spit and like you know, and all kinds of stuff. So I get it. All right, fine. But so you don't mind if the fans all give it to each other
2: though, because you're going right. to make them sign a waiver. Yes.
1: Would yeah, you right. go Still to an NFL game right now?
2: I wouldn't. No, I would not. i got to be honest with you. We have so many bets and other things going on, too. I kind of like being at home when we do the in-game live show. We got the computer, click, click. I told Pharrell that today, Gabe. I don't want to see the spinning around. When you go to a game, you get distracted. If you want to make money, you stay at home, right? we got to be on top of this stuff. But even if they did, I I can't go to a game. Yeah.
1: I've gone out to a bar a couple of times on Saturday nights. And yeah. I'm drunk and always the next day I'm like, man, what am I doing? What am I going to pack bar for? Like I go to you know what I mean? No, it's not a good it's Like idea. I realize Now listen, coronavirus is at a minimum here, but still, uh ten people got it in one strip club the other night in Vancouver. Uh oh. <laughs> strip clubs. Real safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a shock, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. What a yeah, shock. Yeah. Like a strip tr- clubs <laughs> are the most <laughs> sanitary <laughs> places. I can't believe that would ever happen. <laughs> can't believe exactly. that would happen a strip club. Mr. Clean yeah. <laughs> Level two, coming up. Game time decisions continues.
0: You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. You want to think NASCAR is filled with a bunch of dopes? Yes. That's better than being thought that there's actually racists out there putting
2: up nooses all over the place. The Sports Grid Network